teen stiffness. Kissing on the mouth, cease and desist. Don't waste my time. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. fucking god cease and the fuck desist i'm sorry get into it right the fuck now okay. right the fuck now good morning everybody how are you is everything good <laughs> are we fine is everything ah. kosher yeah legal 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 yeah. legal hi guys your friendly neighborhood uh comedy podcast two delightful friends who enjoy each other coming at you once again Innocently, yeah, okay. At what point did we stop assuming that everything just uh, coincidences or like minds? Or wh- at what point did we start assuming that everybody was out to get us and was evil and deserved to be canceled? At what point <laughs> oh, good God. did we decide cancellation first, research and identify second if not third fourth or fifth Wh- when did that happen well it didn't happen to me mm. in the sense that I still don't think that that's okay oh, okay so it's <laughs> difficult for me to classify when the rest of the world perceived that everything is ownable and therefore <laughs> any idea that is distasteful can be unowned by the person that created it and or the person who perceives they created it and the rest of us consuming it. Because the reality is nothing is new under the sun. Ideas are all recycled. Information is all, it's just like energy. It, it, it's always the fucking same. It's just in a new format, in a new vibe, in a new way. And it's not even sometimes that new. Sometimes it's just a repeat or a bouncing off of shit that's already been there. So yeah, I, I've kind of called bullshit on cancel culture for a lot of reasons because you don't get to cancel any more than you owned the thing to begin with. It's about what people have a proclivity to participate in. But anyway, I digress. Why would you ask such a topic in such a way, Melissa? So, you know, we half started a site on a merch page looking for community and drawing people together and and just growing this audience, which I think has been our priority over anything else. And proof of our half started is the actual site and the fact that the only thing we've ever sold said brilliant observations podcast. And for that, dear listener, I'm so grateful. I am still waiting to see one of you walking around in the wild wearing our T-shirt, but that has not happened yet. And since then, I've turned to a different website and sent it to Amy and started something so we can get merch out better while donating to a cause as opposed to just feeding our coffers because you know we don't make a profit doing this, right? This is actually costing us, but we enjoy it and we enjoy you and interacting with you and what we're doing. Anyway, here's what I'm coming to you with today. We had put out something we thought was fucking hilarious, our phrase, um, be kind of a bitch. And we've seen it, we've used it, we love it, and... We put it out. I also, by the way, I would like you to know, I went on a trademark website to see if this was a phrase that was trademarked before any of this happened, and it is not. 
It is not anywhere. You would be surprised how many things are trademarked that have both bitch in it, which blew my mind because why are you trademarking something that's just mean? But the be kind also trademarked within it, but not the combination. It's just not. So as much as my first reaction when somebody said to me, which is what happened, I created this concept of be kind of a bitch and you're fucking stealing from us. I'm contacting lawyers. I am and just like next level came shot out of a fucking cannon. I was like my first response was what we discussed last week and what we always discuss in the trans concept or in the racist concept. If I knew this phrase Last week we did Jimmy's versus Sprinkles offended someone grandfathered in if then I would not use that phrase changing pronouns. Give me a second. I've known you as X pronoun for so long to change it to Y might take my brain after 50 a little while longer to adjust to but to make you comfortable and happy. I'm all about it. I will change. I I honestly they them you till next Thursday. So when this first happened I thought oh my goodness, I would never want to offend or or seem like I stole. Absolutely not. Sure, sure, sure. And I immediately went to our site and I took down the, the sh- oh. shirt in question. And I thought, wow, I'm, I was about to apologize and say, dude, comma, I never talked to me. Thought that. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Um, mm-hmm. And and then I thought, you know what? As I went to look, I, we immediately got carpet bombed with four, five, six people to say this bitch stole shit and just went on and on. All of this person's friends, the way you're coming at me, just fire, just throwing fire. Whatever happened to saying knock, knock, knock? Hey guys. This is actually something I've dot, dot, dot. Again, you haven't. I've seen it on a sweatshirt somewhere else. I've seen it, just saw it on my way to dinner last night on a ring. It says, be kind. And on the inside, it says of a bitch. Is this douchebag of a human who has decided the only way to handle the failed career? And I'm telling you failed career because on this person's uh, gram page or whatever, it says failed comedian. I, I just... I want to know at what point did we decide there's no everybody's a Karen. Everybody is trying to take away from you. Everybody is trying to attack you in some way. When did we not decide as a civilization to say, hey, uh, I just want to give you a heads up. This is the situation. I've kind of been on this track for so long. And if you look back at when we started it, I do think it's before when they started it. Either way, I don't want to start shit and I didn't want to offend people. So you're saying I did the wrong thing? I would not have taken it down from the site because the longevity and the timestamp of when it went up on our site and the continuous operation on our site is part of the legal argument that you, offended person, can go fucking lump it because we have nothing to do with you and frankly predate you. So I like all that. Second, I don't give a fuck about offending some idiot that thinks something we're doing is poaching from them when it's not. Third, we have never once marketed that site. When you said half started, yes, it's fully started. It is completely started. The thing, it, it's only half started in this way. 
if there were a continuum of tasks associated with launching that site that included marketing, <laughs> then it's half started because creating the site is 100% done and marketing is 0% done. And that's how we got to the 50% where we are. So it's 100% out there yeah. and has been fully formed, baked, and birthed. It's just we don't fucking tell nobody. Kind of like the marketing for this show, which doesn't exist. It's the best so kept the secret. <laughs> so there you have it, right? So it exists. It's out there. It's time stamped. It's owned by us. It is not trademarked. Therefore, it is not owned by anyone, including her. Our expression of it in no way impinges on her expression of it. And if she's trying to suggest that, she doesn't understand fucking copyright law. Because even if she did have it trademarked and copywritten, our expression of it is different because you cannot. You, all you can copyright is or trademark is the expression of an idea. That's like saying you can't use the word love because I came up with the word love. You is know how many different like ways Bethany you can say and Frankel yeah, did skinny. Is that her? Is that her cornering the market on skinny and suing everybody who says I make a skinny margarita or a skinny this or she can't own the word skinny. She can't own the word skinny, um, and that gets a little bit tricky. But we're also not saying we want to own that phrase, because what we're saying is they haven't applied for a trademark, so they don't own it either. And I think who we're talking about is someone with a sum total of like, I mean, I have no idea, but from what you're saying, nine followers and like $30 in sales. Like they, it sounds like they put so much more emphasis and energy into contacting anyone who might be in violation of this thing than they did in actually promoting their shit. I mean, this is like the stupidest thing you've ever heard of for somebody who's worried about this stuff. Go out and sell more t-shirts. Go out and sell more T-shirts. Or work on your comedy instead of picking something that's in the ether. And then worry about who might who might be in violation of your of your crap. Because it's just, this is not your catchphrase. It's, it's you know, I stuck my dick in the mashed potatoes. This is not ownable <laughs> by you or to you or any of this kind of stuff. Bazinga. Right? You don't. Right. You don't yeah. Bazinga. <laughs> you know? And it, <laughs> so it's like, you know how many, how many falls, but you, this kind of stuff, and especially with AI, if you want to come after us, get ready to go out and just type into chat GPT three different places and once on Twitter. Make me a shirt that I would buy a shirt. I'm looking to buy a shirt that says, be kind of a bitch. Do you know where they exist? And overnight, yeah. chat GPT shop bots will create that product in 18 different fonts on 36 different colors and have it ready to sell. That's actually a search engine term cheat that people do. You troll comments. You go out and you, not, not troll, you scroll through all the comments. You scan through all the comments to find what people are looking for and then create the product. So it's laughable. It's asinine. The cease and desist letter probably came from somebody's aunt or legal.net or whatever. Because P.S., I'm in bed with a lot of lawyers. I know you are too. So I would take the cease and desist and throw it in the cease and to trash. But at the same time, it's if you feel like commenting back to them, say, here's where you're wrong. And all my medium-powered attorneys are going to come after you. So if you want to get up my ass, get ready to be stuck It's there funny for a that time. you say that. That is, that is my response when I feel wronged. Um, but in reality... I was more upset that I thought we might have wronged someone else and that was never our goal. So I was like, you know what? I don't wait a minute. Like it, it became ridiculous when, you know, I, I've seen it on a sweatshirt. Uh, I've seen it 
on, like I just said, that ring last night, a band that says, be kind. Like I got oh, served that as well. Right? Mm-hmm. So it is literally engraved everywhere. In in- engraved in metal. Things yeah. remembered, my friend. It is everywhere. So for you to think, and I, my first response, so you know I'm not a dick, although I can be a dick, so you know I'm not, a, was, oh my God, I would never mean to, wait a minute. I would never. We would never. We are fucking funny bitches that don't need your shit, but it definitely fit us a little too well. So, dear listener, my point, what happened to the world where we could try to assume the best of someone? Do you remember the situation where you never know what someone else is going through? So to start throwing a punch or having an attitude seems in poor taste. Let's think about that next time the person in front of us online is writing a check and we roll our eyes like, bitch, you still writing checks? Or somebody is zooming by you in traffic. Think they have diarrhea and they need to get to the LD bathroom right off the highway. Just, I'm all just asking, think about what someone else could possibly be going through and not go from zero to zero to fuck you in four seconds or less. It's not 30 seconds with Amy. Well, zero to fuck you in four seconds or less is the name of this episode, but Apple won't let us do it. <laughs> Here's where I'm curious. Yeah. You received yeah. a cease and desist letter yeah. on behalf of our podcast, mm-hmm. and your go-to reaction was, oh my gosh, I hope we didn't offend somebody. Oh my gosh, how could we possibly have been in the wrong and how can we fix it? And when I hear cease and desist letter, my go-to reaction without even opening it is, fuck you, my porch, (laughs) get off. Maybe that's- Fuck you, my porch, get off. Maybe that's why we're such a good pairing. Get off. (laughs) Get off. Get off. And it's the exact opposite of what you would think. People would think my temper would be- love everybody in universe and blah 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 and you would be like i'm gonna kill you with a knife i carry in my bag like yeah it's everybody <laughs> would think this would be the opposite and instead i'm like you're coming at me over an idea that i had that's right you better come with more than the fucking letter clown fuck you fuck you immediately fuck you I'm not reading it i'm not even gonna bother eating it i'm just gonna dispose of it and I, if you would like to waste all of your money and time and attention dragging me somewhere where I have to actually acknowledge this, when and if I decide to show up there, I will crush you into such a powder, you will rue the day you ever held a pen wow. to come at me. Fuck you. Fuck you hard. Fuck you. Fuck. And I will also take down everybody associated with you. Fuck you. Merry Christmas, you everybody. Merry Christmas. Pass. <laughs> and to all Pass. a Cease good and night. over a t-shirt? Suck my whole ass. No. I'm so glad I'm only learning about this this morning. <laughs> Woo, baby. Woo, baby. And all the, the little. No, I put up 30 in all the colors and market it aggressively. And then put on the back, better than Martha's or whatever the fuck her name is. Hashtag can, dot com. Can you also or buy put, that URL. Can you also put founded in 2017 when they're 2020? Yeah. Yeah. The OG kind of a bitch. That's what we definitely <laughs> the OG kind of and a bitch. And we're here to prove Buy it. that URL. Wow. Buy that URL. <laughs> Sorry, twat. Yeah, you go ahead and sell kind of a bitch. No problem. Cease and desist on the OG because you're just a copying me anyway, you stupid ass. 
so dumb. Who is this person? Who is this person? Deadbeat.net? Yeah. Un- I'm, unfair. I'm not I'm giving dislike. them I'm not giving them airtime to our six hundred and sixty six listeners. Yeah, you heard me say six six six. Please, gross. Um, I'm not giving them further, but it, it was their um it was the airtime that their friends started to do on our page. So I, I blocked a couple of people, which I've never done before, if we're being crazy honest. I've never blocked anyone. But uh, again, our page is for joy and light and occasional sarc- thanks for the algorithm bump yeah I mean, <laughs> occasional so, sarcastic so oh yeah all right look at that but <laughs> i don't need it i don't want it and especially after the last three weeks of discussing how we can change for good and make things better and how new beginnings to come at i really honestly from an innocent point of view and then thought it is everywhere. What are you doing? Just because our 17 people, wa- and my favorite was, and you really, sh- and you must write a check for all of your profits. Friend, I will send you a bill <laughs> for all of our you profits. You got it. You got it. I'm <laughs> going to mail it. I'm going to mail it to one, two, three, <laughs> you dream and drive. <laughs> Care of. I want to live there. Fuck wit. <laughs> all right. So. What you're saying is Pueblo, Ohio. I'm living yeah. up to the kind of a bitch and go fuck yourself is the answer to that. No, I, it just this, these micro dramas. I absolutely have no time or patience for them. And the fact that it, a whole thing originated on social media, of which there are like three people deeply engaged with popcorn. Go sit in your corner and bitch about me. I don't care. I don't it's it doesn't keep me up at night. I don't think about it at all. I couldn't be bothered to block the people. I like that you did. I don't necessarily love that there's negative stuff out there, but we are in a public forum and everything that we're doing is on the up and up. And if it isn't, it's okay to challenge us on it. This ain't that. This ain't that. This is coming after us for my hair color. This is coming after us for the way you groom your dogs. This has nothing to do with anything actionable or a legal impingement on anyone's rights. It's not even unsafe. We're not doing anything in any way that requires this kind of clapback or censure. That's why my answer is really, really, I use zero to me, less than a gnat. Gnats are more annoying to me, honestly. Done and done again. It's It would be different if we had done something, but we haven't, right? right? When I've done something, I am more likely than you Arguably, I'm more likely than anyone on the planet to overcorrect, <laughs> to overcourse correct, to proselytize myself. You know, oh, my God, the world is I really must have to have to completely, you know, be laying face down on the ground saying all of my forever, forever I'm sorry. Like it's I'm definitely have a proclivity to go way too far in that regard. This ain't that you want to come at me with some false shit. If you even bother to get my ire, once you get it, you're going to get it. So it's really for the best that I don't fucking care. I didn't hear about it. So, yeah. Are you saying? I would cease and desist the cease and desist. I would ignore it in every possible way. Thank you. Are you saying this is a waste of your time? Is your time wasted? Oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. It started to occur to me. I found myself saying, this is a waste of my time. You're wasting my time. And I, you can imagine some children were involved, right? <laughs> and as I was saying it, and then I would look back and I found myself, it just because it was a stressful period. Then I was socializing with some friends and we were talking about in the Wayback Machine things that had happened that we all know about. 
you know, as you get a couple cocktails in, sometimes you go over those old, you know, macro dramas, not the micro ones, where you start talking about the thing that everybody knows and where's that person now and blah, 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 and how far you've come or let's stay away from it. All those things that you do. Yeah. You're looking at me like there's good things. No, I wanted coming. to hear but if the, it's the purse, the purse situation because that was a drama that I loved from seasons past. We didn't, but that, but we have since purchased new purses and forgotten them in new places and they haven't been stolen. Okay. So this woman needs to get her purse act together. <laughs> she carries around Chloe bags now. It's like, well, stop buying. You're looking for trouble. Multi-thousand <laughs> dollar per yes you and are dropping it on a field so, yeah unbelievable so we're you go back through that stuff and I was getting ready to say in that context the thing that's so frustrating is that was just a waste of my time and instead I immediately inverted it and I thought well because I didn't want to say that it was a waste of my time because I don't really believe that anything is a waste of time and I found a way to stumble into well, the amount of time that I invested in that didn't get me the return I was looking for. And then we kind of talked all around that. and What does that mean? And blah, blah, blah. And not to get so highfalutin about it. The reality is there is, because we were talking about sunk cost. Do you know the fallacy of sunk cost? Have you ever heard this? Is that a term that you hear outside? Well, we're, we all own businesses. We're all entrepreneurs. So we're familiar with, this is a sales term. And the fallacy of sunk cost, it's, it is the psychological background behind sometimes you've heard don't throw good money after bad have you heard this sure okay what so the fallacy of sunk cost is when you've already spent a whole bunch of money on something and you know it's time to move on but you've already spent a whole bunch of money on something so you decide if I put a little more money in I'll fix it or if I put a little I'm my or, husband at the table gambling. or uh, if I put a little bit more money in, I've already put so much money in, even though I don't want this to continue, it has to continue because I've already bought, the th I need to keep, I need to keep going down this road. It's too far to turn back is the thinking right. behind the fallacy of sunk cost. And that really speaks to wasted time. And I believe that there is no wasted time. All of the time that you put into stuff, no matter how damaging, no matter how awful the situation may be. You come out with learning at the other side. You come out with information. You come out with, I will never touch that hot stove right. again because I, I now burn myself and I don't want to do that. So was it a waste to touch the stove because it hurts so much? You, you could call it that. Is there a way to learn that lesson without wasting all your time? Or are you investing your time? And is the return worth it? So then that starts to think of, okay, if I take a whole weekend and I say, I'm just wasting my time this whole weekend. I didn't do anything that I was supposed to do. Is it instead that you invested the time in what you needed? Did you invest in your rest? Did you invest in mental freedom and recuperation? Did you invest in loving the people that you need to love? Did you invest in letting the uh, grind of your to-do list go for just a second, right? Did you invest in the holiday is about X, Y, Z and not... A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J. You know, is it is it more about how are you spending your, like this idea of time being a commodity, even the language we use to talk about it, wasting time or spending time or taking time, all of that, you never hear people say investing, investing, and then you recoup out of it. You invested in things, the pillars that are going to hold you up. And now, guess what time it is? It's time to reap those rewards. When people come at you and they give you an overabundance of love and joy and uh, even even 
actual stuff. I'm going to treat you. We're going on this cruise together and I'm paying for the cruise. You're coming. And I don't want to hear it because I want you there with me. Who has and said I'm that doing to it. you? That's a fucking dream. Nobody's ever said that to me. I get I get your point. Nobody has taken you on the dream cruise. No. I get the point, though. The, the issue is in what you're saying People expect a certain result with their investment, and it's not the result they're getting, but they're getting a different result, which is also very worthy of value, is very valuable. It might not be the financial payback you're talking about. It might not be the results they were initially hope for which they were initially hoping, but it is oh, absolutely the friendships, the time, the self-investment, the whatever it was that you did need, it wasn't a waste. It was just spent differently and the results are different, not better or worse. So I love the concept of investing in yourself, in your time, in what you need as opposed to what you think you need or you want. And there's something to be said for reevaluating where your attention, your focus, your day, your time goes because as you are tempted to say, I'm wasting time, it's, it's worth a little critical assessment. Are you, though? Or is this not a waste because it's accomplishing some other thing that's important? Is it a waste? And then you can stop immediately and think, I would never invest my time in what I'm doing. So how about I stop doing it, right? How about I stop going along with being polite or doing things out of a sense of obligation or service or... Uh, these are all the things that feel very weighty around the holidays when you find yourself trudging through a tradition or an event or some family thing that really it's not about it's I don't want to do it. In the end, I know it's the right thing to do. It's, I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about the ones that actively sap your joy. Just think about your time as an investment. I'm working on the cookies right now, so everything is about time. I've got 200 days worth of work that I have to fit in the next six hours. So my brain is definitely focused on if it's not important, it's not getting done, right? And I take a real hard edge and then I shut everything down for the end of the year. That's how, that's how this works. So I can safeguard, protect, and really cherish my open-ended free time with my people that I don't get to see all that often, right? And over the weekend, I had a target for how many cookies I could bake. And I got to be, well, it got to be, eight o'clock and I had a double batch left at the minimum and then I would hit my minimum quota. I really wanted to do two double batches, but it was eight o'clock and I was like, do you know what? Get the one done, push through, it'll be done. And the batter was not cooperating. And so cut what to else was not hour. cooperating? What else was not cooperating on you hitting that number? What do you mean? Oh, yeah. No, my fuckers kept eating the cookies. Yes. But that's those not are my the guys. point of this. Those are my guys. It's like the yeah, I, sand the first... timer where Amy keeps piling them on the top of the sand timer and the boys keep coming in and pulling them out of the bottom. And she's like, one, two, three, the four. First one, batch, one, two, the one. first batch that I made, they ate three quarters of the batch. They ate it. They ate them. And I mean, I knew that they were they were going to use, you're going to have loss. I knew we were going to lose some. <laughs> Right. I knew that was going to be there's breakage. There's loss. There's so my right. 300 right. cookies need to be 560 cookies due to breakage and loss. Right. 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 And let's not to be overly dramatic, but one sheet pan at the size that I cook gets 36 cookies. So it's it's easy. Each batch gets you almost a gross of cookies, almost 144 out of each double batch. Right. So that's so I'm I'm in the hundreds of cookies that I'm making at the time. And the batter was not cooperating. 
it I had I had continued to push things to make it nicer, to make it taste because I had simplified in every other way. I sort of couldn't help myself. And in simplifying down just to the limited number of styles and shapes and flavors that I was going to make, then I was like, well, if I use a different higher grade of butter and if I actually double sift the flour and if I use cake flour instead of regular flour. So all these things kept making the cookies amazing, 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 but more difficult to deal with and more difficult to work because they're a lot more temperamental. It's like, oh, if I had just made them the way everyone already loves them and is not looking for an improvement, I would have been done. And now I'm staring down the barrel of my work day and I still get to make a double batch of cookies because I decided last night How to after an hour time. from eight until nine, yeah. from eight until nine, I wasn't doing anything other than waiting for time to catch up with me. It was about the, the actual coldness of the batter. It was either too warm and therefore wouldn't do what it needed or it wasn't getting cold enough or it got too cold all of a sudden. So it's, I couldn't get it to the right place. And I thought, okay, we got to just... There's a way around this, and the way around this is time. So I spent an hour being not productive and growing more and more frustrated. And at that point, I faced a choice of, and now I can bake for another two hours, or, or I can put this away, go to bed, and come back when it's important. Because at the end of the day, these are fucking cookies. These are fucking cookies. And I started cooking this morning at 6 a.m. And maybe it was unrealistic to think I could cook 700 cookies in a day. Maybe it was. I got close. I got close. I got close. Without anyway, loss, I think so, you could have done it. And the reality is I want them to taste like they're filled with love. I want Aww. them to taste like they were made from a joyful place. I want them to taste like this is a special gift of the holidays. I'm a really I don't good judge of taste. that. Like, I fucking hate these cookies <laughs> and you, and I hope you choke on it. Like, that's not the spirit. That's not the point. See that I would red rather hot? buy cookies. Yeah, see that red hot on that camel's eye? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, go, I didn't go to four different shops to get the ingredients and carve this out meticulously over a two-week period to make it fitness schedule where it didn't fit. I didn't do all those things to to grind it out and to ha- feel Hate like cookies. a prison sentence yeah. in the in the last moment. I would rather show up with fewer that are done the right way. And by done the right way, I mean with the right intent. Because I would also rather show up with ugly cookies that were baked poorly, but, quote, done the right way, instead of pristine, perfect cookies that feel like a prison sentence. I've had those years. Because pristine cookies that you labor over and that you feels like a prison sentence just to get them perfect – even when you, they are never perfect. They're never perfect because they're not made with love. So it, it, the, you can, you can tell. So it has to be made with the right intent. My mother-in-law and I decided that the cookies that are broken and are chipped or are imperfect don't have calories and taste better. So those are they the ones taste better. that they we, need your love. They eat they're around the, the edges of. So we are happy to back clean up for you. We are happy to take care. Scratch and dent cookies are so Scratch good. And oh, dent I already gave away all my rejects. Yeah. Uh, why don't we live closer? Um, well, I wish I hadn't done this. I'm sorry. I, I made two test batches because I did variations and I made those and gave them away. And if I hadn't done that, if I had just made two yeah. regular batches, then I would have more than enough cookies. I could go to bed last night at eight o'clock singing a tune. So I'm happy that I, I'm happy that it, I feel happy with where I am and what happened. I'm getting over the fact that I set a target for myself that I didn't hit, which was to be done this whole weekend. Targets that I'm setting for myself are things like 
I want the bag packed on the day I want the bag packed. I don't want to be delaying, you know, worried I'm going to miss the flight because I still haven't packed my bag, which is how I've packed for every trip for my entire life. Anyway, time, time, time. See what's become of me. I love that song. We all got together with our families and meaty, greedy. Uh, That's meet and greet, not meaty and greedy. Ooh, that went a very... Oh, maybe we should make a t-shirt about it so somebody could tell us that we're fucking thieves. Um, The OG meaty greedy. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Hey, AI, I'd like to buy a t-shirt that says the OG meaty greedy. (laughs) Not nitty gritty, meaty greedy. That's who they are. Bot, 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 The meaty greedy. So you see this relative. We talked last week about how things are less formal. Everybody's coming in sweatpants and pajama pants and, and greetings are formal less formal there's a hug the relative oh my uncle Irv used to hug you and your soul would jump out of you he'd squeeze so tight and then you're like jump back in I think I think everyone needs an uncle Irv that's hilarious he was my favorite I, I just find that that's my I just let's can we give a raise of the coffee glass cocktail glass water glass champagne goblet you don't do that in a goblet <laughs> Irv. flute to uncle Irv to you to you to Irv and his soul popping hugs. Yes. We Cheers miss you, man. to you, Uncle Irv. And Anne Shirley, she's with you too. Anne Shirley and Uncle Irv, they were the bestest. I'll toast. Just one more thing. I know you're not doing this right now, but just one more thing. Yeah. Please, please, please. This is my holiday request to all who hear the sound of my voice. Do it. Please, please speak the name of those you miss. Please speak the name of those you hate, because I really do buy into this, that there is a there. Your third and final death is the last time I'm going to cry. Your third and final death is the last time anyone ever speaks your name aloud. So please just fucking say it. People who are gone from in their lives, as long as we remember them by I get so upset about this. Yeah, just say it. Irv is not Irv is not dead because we're talking about Irv. Right? When's the last time you fucking said his name out loud? He's sitting somewhere waiting for people. Oh, He's playing bingo cards about who's going to say my name. Right? Why do you think I squeezed you so fucking hard when I was alive so you would remember to fucking talk about me when I'm gone? So please, holiday time is steeped in tradition and family memories for me. And it's about say the name, say the name, say the name. Make it the tradition to say the name of people who are not here. Say it to yourself in the shower. Just you have to speak it out loud. That's it. That's the trick. That's the magic. Back to you. Wow. I did not know you were taking that dog leg. Just so you know, Uncle Irv used to live in Pompano, Florida for his retirement years. And he was (laughs) on a golf course, although he never played golf. (laughs) And he filled Target recycling bags of golf balls that he gathered on his property over the course of the year and he would still hand out golf balls to every used and dirty i think he cleaned them to every family member who played golf bags what? and bags and bags <laughs> of golf balls hundreds of thousands of golf balls that people lost on this golf course in the morning while That's his so random no i thought you were gonna say he was like an eco guy and he would get them and he would give them to the i don't know the juvenile golf center people he where loves. everybody he would do, hand them big you know, bags of balls and we thought Irv, what are you doing? We speak his name all the fucking time. Uh, I love Irv and them big dirty ball bags. Look at your, I'm in. Look at those Let's balls, hit it. Irv. Look at your balls. <laughs> we, my husband still has a pair of your balls in his bag. He doesn't want to let them go. In his ball oh, sack. Irv. Ooh, it gets even better. <laughs> Irv will never die. Never. Irv will so never die. So third death is See never how easy? happening. Yeah. See how easy? 
Everybody do that. That's your challenge for this week. Besides subscribing and, I don't know, making a fucking t-shirt that says, be kind of a bitch. Your choice. Do it your way. Do it your way. When you greet all these relatives. I want to make a cease and desist t-shirt. That's the t-shirt. The OG cease and desist. (laughs) That's what we should do. Market that. Trademark that. I'll buy that fucking shirt. Only if you do. Cease and desist. Dot, dot, dot. Bitch. (laughs) You leave bitch (laughs) on the shirt, too. I love it's it. It's the new in bed. We'll put bitch at the end of everything and it'll be the new in bed. My, you know, for summer camp, we made the kids slutty brownies, right? Everybody loved that they were slutty yes. brownies. It's brownie, cookie, and whatever evil you want to put in the middle that makes it slutty. If it's the Oreos, if it's the caramel ribbon, whatever it is, slutty brownies. And then my friend discovered that everything she makes should be slutty. So her son said, we're going home because mom's making slutty spaghetti and she's making slutty lasagna and she's making slutty roast beef. And I thought, that's fucking hilarious. So everything's going to be on bitch with us. Everything is slutty with Bonnie and slutty vegan. I love it. Slutty vegan. And I got killer, killer hugs from Irv, whose name I say regularly. And I would like to know who kissed you on the mouth when it was not appropriate. I w- my question back to you is what's going on with kissing in the on the mouth? I'm not the right person to ask about this. Big surprise. Is it your I'm not partner the right person to or ask is about, it about anything? Someone else. No, uh, other people. Holiday time, you kiss at why well, kiss everybody all the time, okay? So the reason this is on the board, why are you making such a fucking face? I'm we picturing haven't even started. walking into a party post COVID, walking into a party and just lip kissing people as you go down a a row. Okay, okay, but I'm not the only person who does this. Okay, so I kiss everybody on the mouth all the time. I kiss you on the mouth. So shut up if you don't like it, because it's happened and it's still happening. You kiss me on okay. the mouth? I don't even notice it. I don't notice it. Do you, yes. Do you lick your like, lips first? I'm not like. Are your lips no, parted just subtly, and is it? I moist? come in and give you a. That's it. A kiss on the mouth. Our lips touch, and I don't turn it's my head to give sexual. you my cheek. I don't. I don't. I have stuck my fingers in between the crack of your ass before, okay? And you didn't like that either, so I stopped doing it. After begging, I, I stopped remember. doing it. I, I think you remember. I'm I'm coming at you. So let's just get back to the kissing part because I'm not super gross and offensive. I'm just not. I'm not. Fuck you. Don't make that face. I'm not. I'm, I, I, I know that I'm not because my intent is pure. So there you go. Pure. A lot of people in prison. A lot of people in prison had, had pure intent. Okay, so stop it. Now listen, I don't ever pay any mind to when people say kiss on the mouth. Ugh. Every once in a while, it'll show up in the news. People are talking about it. Like it's a, it's a you know, what's your favorite holiday side dish? You know, is it a, when's it too old to kiss on the mouth, right? And I was like, fuck you. We're, I guess because we're Italian. This is, we, what, what, what else you got for me? Come with something else. Then- Holiday party a couple of weeks ago, a dude kissed another dude on the mouth to say hello. And it was the talk of the town. Really? And I don't, yes, because he's questionably gay as it is, and he's engaged to be married for like the third time. And they're like, when is he going to just realize, to a woman? stop marrying women? Oh, okay. Yes. So they're like, when is he going to realize? And then, oh, I know exactly how it came up. Someone mentioned at this party, and there were, you know, 50 people at this party. Somebody said, um, oh, we're the token gays at your party. And the host later said, 
there were like nine gay people in that room that I know of. So, I mean, and then we were laughing. And so we were at that is the only reason that we were even in any way paying attention to gayness at this party because it's not a fucking topic. It'd be like saying how many people wore blue sweaters. And then it came up where this one gentleman kissed another person. And then somebody said, oh, you mean blank? We'll call him Perry. Oh, you mean Perry? It's like, Perry? Perry's engaged. They said, well, I saw Perry kiss Bobo on the lips. And I was like, well so, well, so what? That's just saying hello. And every man who was standing near me looked at me like I had just said, it's okay to give him a little tweak on the pecker when you see the him. reach around. Like, it just was this most <laughs> shocking thing that they, it's like, dudes don't kiss other dudes on the lips at a cocktail party to say hello. So that's number one. So we had a good laugh and talked all around it and blah, blah, blah. And good luck to Perry. I really hope you stay married this time. All right. Beyond Perry. Then I come to find out my soon-to-be 16-year-old in the kitchen is hugging me weird all of a sudden. Side hug? Is hugging it the me side weird. side hug? No, I won't allow that. But just and I won't allow it, that. Yeah. <laughs> I turn people around when they side hug me. I just grab them and physically shift oh, their know. body. I like, see What it. are we doing? What, oh. <laughs> well, what's the point? Okay. So, yeah, this physical contact with our sides touching is somehow, you know, with full body lamination is somehow not sexual. But then when I touch you in this direction, it's sexual. It's like, fuck you. None of this is sexual. And if it is, you got the problem and not me. And I'm okay with your problem because I control that. So fuck off. All right, moving on. So he was hugging me weird. And I was like, what? what and I finally just stopped. And I said, what is this? Because I was pulling him to try and get the kiss. Yeah. And I was just pulling him down because he's too tall for me to be able to actually. He rests his chin on the top of my head, right? So when we hug, I'm like facing his sternum. Like this is so I have to do the whole thing. And I was trying to say goodbye to him. And he was being weird. And I was like grabbing his shoulders. And out of nowhere, I said, what's the matter? You don't want to kiss me on the mouth? Kiss my cheek then. And he immediately leaned in and kissed my cheek. And off he went, bouncing down the road. That has never happened with anyone who I am related to in the whole history of my whole fucking life. Yep. Yep. And I don't like it. And I don't know what to do about it. And it's not coming. And so now, you know, I just kiss him on the cheek and I make it very clear that's where I'm going in to do this. But is that a thing? Do I, is that a new thing? Is that an always thing? Is that a teen boy who is finally, you know, wanting some separate? Like, is this just, no, I don't want any of that stuff. Like, all my boys are weird in different ways. (laughs) My oldest boy has. Has always been has always been ridiculously modest. Now this is a boy who, when he did theater, basically jumped around naked. in a swimsuit, half naked, all night, and made out with people on stage. He was Pippin in Pippin, and part of the deal was that we're going to showcase your body. Like he was told this, right? It was ridiculous. They put makeup on his abs, like it was crazy. So let's go, right? Because you're part of the beefcake. He will never, in our own house, he won't change in the same room as you. Like, he won't go into the closet if you're in the room. And to try and make sure these pants fit, go try these pants on. He will walk two rooms away and close the door and lock it to try his pants on. Fascinating. And then come back. So fucking weird. Then the little one, who won't kiss me on the mouth, if I have to somehow use the adjacent toilet in the bathroom that he's in, I'll totally cover my eyes and say, look, I just have to go in here. And he's like, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not looking at anybody. I don't see anything. But he can at least handle the fact that I can be modest and give you privacy and be somewhere in your same space. That's the one. Now, all of a sudden, 
has decided, whoa, bridge too far. So I don't know if they're, I don't, I don't know. What's, do you kiss your boy on the mouth? And is it weird? Wow. Um, I try. I think your youngest is always in a locker room. So there is no modesty there. Your oldest, not so much in the locker room, but when it comes to theater, I'll bet you in a, in the school, in the back, whatever of the theater, he will take his clothes off. And t- I don't know. Modesty is, is a gift that he has or he's able to do. Your youngest is not capable of that because he's constantly changing well, his clothes. Not, the youngest is not immodest. He's just, I would put him in the category of this is predictable. This is, this is, what, this is what typical. It's what you would expect of someone at this age in this developmental stage wants a little separation. The middle one, who I haven't even mentioned, he'd walk down the middle of the street with his dick out. That's it. See, let's go. You, what's the matter? What's going on? Doesn't matter. Come on. Do you have a shirt? I'd like to have a I shirt. I love how but if different you don't, they are. And okay. we talked about having to be three <laughs> different parents when parenting those three kids. And the only thing I'm going to tell you, they're all different. They all have their reasons for whatever. For me, I just listen to what they want so if right now my oldest who is six three is coming in to say good night at the end of his day every night when he gets back from college that's how and I fucking love that my daughter could disappear at 5 30 after like a brief dinner or outing with friends and I won't see her again till the next day that's not what my son does he comes in and to your point he kisses me on the forehead that's his yeah, I fuck that creeps me out. That's, That's super his expression me out. But they of all do it. It's I'm and short. I love you. Yeah. And I will take any form of affection that my children are willing and eager to give. I readily welcome in whatever form, except for the go fuck yourself cease and desist letter, except for the um you know, the verbiage that I don't like. I will take their expression of anything especially love in whatever form they have yeah would I love a hug that is more in, it's hard he's so tall and I uh, to get right. around you don't fit it's all it's awkward it used to be he fit like a like click in lego right under my arm and under my neck and it was just like this perfect fit and now I think it's really symbolic of these humans that we made who have grown past our clicking of lego to just be this huge human who's killing it in the world and and doing and being great. And I I guess it's double-edged sword. You wanted them to become this thing. They have something had to give your expression of love. Okay, I'll take it however you want to give it. Is that too giving tree of me? Am I just a stump waiting to be sat on or? No, I... No, I love all this, and I just want to circle back to the reverse tuck-in that you have in your house because I thought it only happened here, and it is my most cherished part. I love it so much of of family because I it it is born out of dysfunction. I could not be bothered to go up the steps and down the long hall, and I just got out of the habit of tucking them in because it was just too exhausting at the end of the night. Or I would be collapsing in the bed or working or whatever. Amy's and primary so started bedroom coming to me. Dear listener, Amy's primary yeah. bedroom is on the main floor of the house and all of the boys, <clears throat> all three, live upstairs. They have their own pad up there. So it is And I never go up there. Right. That's why I love them. Because I don't know <laughs> how bad it is up there. Right? I refuse. So yeah. So so my husband sees the truth. And that's why they have a little bit, you know, bristly relationship in the kitchen when people are, you know, discussing what's actually happening up there. Instead, 
we do the reverse tuck-in where they'll come and say, night mama. Even when they come in and it's in the middle of the night, like the darkest, darkest night, dog barking, alarm going off. Oh, you came home. Isn't that nice? Still walk in. Hello. Hello, mama. Night, night, mama. You know, kiss, kiss. I love it so much. So I love the reverse tuck-in. It's my favorite. If only we could have done it when they were infants. I'm a terrible mother. All right. No, I love so, that reading time. I want to talk about, I, I'd love the reverse tuck-in. I do want to hear your thoughts because I don't feel like I've heard them. On. Do you not kiss anybody on the mouth? Other than Stuart, do you just not kiss anybody on the mouth? No. I didn't even realize I did it. I don't think I do. I think it's cheek or close to mouth cheek, but like not on the lips. No. I kiss everybody. I kiss men on the mouth all the time. I don't even, I'm not even aware that I do it. I'm aware that I do it. When I really kiss you on the mouth is when I hold your cheeks together in my hands and pull you to my face and smooch you. I do that a lot for somebody who I haven't seen in a long time. Like you're, so it's not a surprise. And I don't feel like that's the same as. No, that's drama. Like it is the, it is, it is the arms. Oh my gosh, your hands are up by your head. And then you slap your hands on the, hello, I haven't seen you. Hug, 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 hug. That's, that's a hello greeting at a holiday party. And I feel like other people do that to me, too. So maybe mouth kissers find each other. I, how fucking weird is this? Who does that my in your life to you? made it clear. Everyone. My son made it clear with a glance of his eyes and a stiffness in his shoulders that a boundary needed to be set. I immediately, wordlessly knew exactly what had to happen. I accommodated. And that is changed forever. I don't feel that way with other adults. Are they scared to set that boundary? Is it not a boundary that needs setting? Where am I on this? It's, it's really about me checking myself. Have I been fucking perverting people all this time without intent? If I'm going to pervert you, it had better be intentional. <laughs> I do not kiss on the lips, but I remember a, a phrase from like Grey's Anatomy when Bailey went to drop her kid off at daycare and he just let go of her hand and walked away. And she was like, what the fuck? How about... How about this thing we've had for all these years? That's together. rite of passage pain. Yeah. But, but no she good. was told when you let go, when he let go of your hand, it opened up your hand for something else. And in my head, I'm thinking, that's beautiful. What are Amy's lips now available for? <laughs> Call her husband oh. really fast. Brian! Like, I think it's time. <laughs> I don't feel any. I don't feel. Just to be clear. I did see that episode. <laughs> yes. I do agree with the rite of passage and, uh, you know, parenting milestones. And I don't in any way equate my son's desire for me to not kiss him on the mouth moving forward as any change in our relationship whatsoever. Zero change. If anything, it may have just on a microscopic level deepened because he communicated a need and I met it. So uh, there is no... I don't feel any loss of affection or any developmental shift in this. I'm really Good. pointing this out as I'm creepy. I, I, and I kiss mean, people there is on the list. too bad. I'm still <laughs> your fucking clingy mom. And that's not going to change. Fuck you boundaries. All right. So here's the other thing. <laughs> I'm just trying to understand like how bad and pervasive are my actions and do they need to be checked by more than just teen stiffness? Can you, <laughs> uh, that's the new name of this podcast. Teen stiffness. Oh my God. I'm so pulling that. <laughs> Gross. Okay. I'm so pulling that. <laughs> is that what kissing on the mouth is? Is it super gross? Is it people are just tolerating this and they'll be like, oh, God, here she comes. Well, because I think I haven't really thought about this until it's all flowing out of my mouth right now. This wasn't like people some People don't shake it was a hands question. with other people and you're open mouth kissing Oh, yes, them. they do. 
Oh, come on. Fist they bumps do too. and elbow taps made people crazed during COVID. And you're like. They just need a little encouragement. You just grab them. You grab them by the elbow. And then you can pull them a little closer. Oh my God. And then you got your arm that's around assault. them. And then you're nuzzling <laughs> that's them. That's assault. They love it. Who's they? They love it. Oh, my God. That's a. People don't turn rigid. People don't turn rigid when this happens. Do they, they don't. Do they melt they into don't, you? Their, their bodies don't go. <gasps> it's not like you're, you know, you're. I'm not an attacker. Right. It's just the kind of thing where I don't know what I'm giving off. Here's 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 the truth. Oh, here comes the truth. At Uh-oh. you. Here comes the truth. I can't imagine that I would be near somebody who hated me and everything about me so much that I didn't pick up on it a mile away. So when I'm around somebody and they're good, I want more of that goodness on me. So I grab it and I rub it around. <laughs> And they know it. How many drinks like in it. are we? <laughs> What's happening at this none point? Yet. None. None. I act drunk all the time when I'm not drunk. Honestly, when I'm drunk, I get more intellectual. So it's fucking boring. I need to be, I need to be not, I need to have a good sugar high. That's the best place for me to I be. Because I'm excitable and a little wacky. I don't disagree. And I think it turns out great for all involved. Yep. And I can still drive, kind of. It's great. I'm terrible driver. Best Christmas gift for Fugazi this year will be pixie sticks. <laughs> Everybody just send sugar. Diabetes. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, bye, Menin. Oh, did we steal that too? Anyway, I don't think it is <laughs> the thing to do to kiss on the mouth. I think that too is an overcorrection when it comes to people coming at you with a if you have to draw them in and hold them by the elbow and then envelop and and they're just like a wet fish you said they didn't stiffen did they wet fish you have to read the room no I here's trust what happens you to read i'm always talking oh, i don't know about that but here's what's <laughs> happening i you can trust you can't always trust me to read the room i like to think i would love that sentence to be true yeah. i want to be the person who can read the room I don't I, I can't guarantee it's true, but here's what I can guarantee. Even if I read the room wrong, I have the power always to change the room. And I do it a lot. Oh, that's really so, sweet. I like that. It's just true. That's what I meant. Like they don't stiffen. If anything, where I find myself doing this the most is when it's inappropriate, but not dangerous. Oh, my God. I find myself we, doing this where it's inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Amy. Oh, wait, before she finishes, dear listener, you must know, I got a phone call from Amy this week telling me what she did not steal. (laughs) So do not let her leave. Oh, shut up. (laughs) You're so mean. That was private. Oh, sorry. So I'll tell everyone. (laughs) No, this is fine. No, but listen, it's inappropriate but not dangerous. And I do want to really, because a lot of the shit that I flap out here, it it could be misconstrued and I don't care if people misconstrued about me but I don't want to invite people to oh that's okay let's give that a try what I'm getting at is it's inappropriate but not dangerous I'm at a cocktail party where people are dressed up formally they don't know each other they know some commonality because we're in a person's home right so it's a safe space among friends of friends right already everyone is here to socialize they're meant to mix and mingle they're just too fucking stiff or staid or conservative or quiet or boring or bored 
all of these things are happening. And so when I come over to you and I say, where did you get these fingernails? They are the best I've ever seen. Look at that sweater. Oh my God, what are you drinking? Have you tried this thing? Blah, blah, blah. What are we listening to? And then the conversation is rolling. People start to loosen up a little bit. They start talking about wild topics that they didn't think they'd be talking about. They go beyond, hi, what do you do? How do you know this person? When are we leaving? You're a party right? fluffer. You're like, and then all of a sudden, if I mention your belt, I'm going to touch your belt. And then you touch your belt. And then I turn you to show your belt to the other person. And now we're all bumping shoulders. And now we're hugging. And then we're doing a kick line and on the back out. porch. This is what happened. This is like that scene in Footloose at the end where everybody's just sitting around. We got the dance, but we're not dancing until Ren comes in and is like, let's party. And that's you. I'm not saying I'm that person. You're a party I'm, fluffer. I am saying, I, I am saying that. By my very nature of being unafraid to go a little too far in the classic sense, right? This is not, (laughs) I know that I'm supposed to stand there. I know I'm supposed to stand there and hold my pretty fied cocktail and be gentle and quiet and ask about this politely and then move over to the next one. And instead, I find myself not doing any of that. And people immediately welcome it and join in because... I'm certain we're already in a crowd where that's acceptable, but they don't want to be the ones to risk ruining this party. I don't mind risking that because I can always leave. And Todd is here and Todd ruins every party always. Epically, epically, epically. So it's never going to be me who ruins it. It's so funny. We're running out of time, but you are segueing beautifully into how you have questionable judgment. We are running out of time, but I do want to oh hear because it's been passed for, on the board and I really, I really need to know. I don't like it. I don't like my judgment in this way. I like my judgment in a lot of things. Kissing. But I do question it. No, I, I always am buying the wrong stuff. What'd you get? Why? I bought a phone case. Go ahead. And it's the stupidest phone case you've ever seen in your life. Go ahead. And I thought it was going to be great. And it is 9,000 pounds. Oh, yeah, yeah. It that's so the, ugly. Yeah, that's the square case. I thought that would hit me in the vagina, so I did not get it's that. It's so heavy Is it? and so dumb and square, and I didn't even realize. So I have this incredibly overpriced Apple phone, and this case is for the a different kind of phone. It's for like a Samsung oh. phone, which is, me- which is like a square phone. And they're like, oh, did you get a Samsung? And I'm like, no, that's just the case. It's tortoiseshell, but it looks like a kindergartner's version of who would draw. It is the worst Chinese knockoff. of. T- it, is not, it is not of nature, and it is not of art. It is the shittiest tortoiseshell you've ever seen in your life. You agree. She's looking well, at it going, I, yes. No, I think it looks bad. pretty, and I'm a huge fan of tortoiseshell, so, but I might have made it the same mistake. It does not look pretty in person. Okay. This is the one that stopped that lacrosse ball, so that's how fucking weighty it is. Wow. That it didn't even hurt my phone. Wow. It's fucking horrible. And I thought, I thought, I'm not going to be that person. I'm going to get a new. What'd you get? I'm going to get a new case. This case is so bad. Oh, no. Another one? I, I, I would not have selected it from the claw machine. Oh, my God. At the arcade. <laughs> okay. I thought it was lot. glamorous. I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was going to make me look chic. I thought uh, a big this is the responsibility case for, me. for what the fuck is that? That's a big responsibility <laughs> for a phone case. All right, dear listener. Look at look at how shitty it is. I'm looking at a it's, very It's look at how shitty it is. PU. It is so bad. It's not it's so much worse in person. Look at how stupid it is. It has look a ring stand for holding. It has 
rose gold compliments to an it off-white. Is flimsy she- yeah, I could see and it. cheap. It is so bad. It looked so good on the model holding it. It did look good. What are and we it, down? It 60 bucks look now like, in cases? Well, I, I feel like there's my my first tip is that they weren't all that expensive. And I oh. thought, ooh, and I got such a good deal on it. And then I'm just mocked merc- so I'm gonna I'm gonna return it. That's how oh, bad good. it is that I know it needs to be turned all the way to China. Back on the cargo ship from whence it came. I find, Terrible. do you find Terrible. that you judge whether you return something or not by its price point? Or how bad the loss is? I I am, oh, and just last thing. This is the case that my son bought. This is the box that came in, which already looks so much nicer than even the case of the one I just showed you. So I know what good things are. I pay for them and I see them, but somehow I can't make them happen for myself. In terms of returning things, it is a... Um, I have a personal mission to return items that I buy because it's so challenging for me to actually follow through with that. This is like we're on year three of I decided I won't buy it unless I commit to returning it if I don't want okay, it. Okay, that's fair. And I fair. have not bought stuff that I want for so long because I have a whole room of returns that I finally just take brand new in box and drop off at Goodwill. Donate, yeah. And I wish that I would could be bothered to sell them, but I wish I would sell them. The Amazon subsidiary of Woot, they have big sales. They have it's a huge. What is Woot? Is please tell me that's a drop shipper because I would love their tagline to be Woot. There it is. They're even funnier <laughs> than that. They have two sock monkeys that have conversations on their what? website. It's by Amazon. It's like shit that fell off a truck, overstocky things, and they sell them cheap what? as shit. So go to. How are you just telling me this now? I I'm gatekeeping. No one, no one ever, no one, no, no one knows, no one knows about this. Not a single soul has ever heard about this. What are you talking about? No, my husband checks it every morning to see what the deal of the day is. What? This past week we did. I got waffle waffle shirts for my husband in his size and my son in his size, and they sent them all in my husband's size. So I have like it's a pack of four: gray, navy, black. Whoops! It's a woot woot. So it they're hilarious. They've two so- I'm serious. They've two sock monkeys having a conversation, comedy conversation. They have a shirt, they have I don't electronics, they have everything. And I don't remember my point, but when the Woots came, they were two all one size and I wrote them It's about returns. Right. And thinking, Am I gonna have to return this? And they said, You can either donate, keep, or destroy your choice. I'm not gonna have you ship back these four shirts that you got for that's like society nine yes they let you keep it's it. just it's just a yeah yeah i bought a rug from them and i said ah, it's not i need to send this back and they're like you're gonna keep that rug and donate like, it's it. a rug i'm not paying for the shipping back it's not worth they're it. like we'll refund your money we'll refund your money um so they they gave me the product they refunded my money and they didn't ask me to send it back so shop from Society Nine, by the way. Yeah, I like stores that like that. I definitely will go back if you've done things like say, please donate that. I did that with dog uh, houses, beds, or whatever. They're like this isn't the right size, or please feel free to donate it to a local shelter. Do whatever you have to. And I loved that they did that. So I keep shopping from those places. I think that's yeah. I think that's it for us today, Amy. 
I thank you for coming out and, and potting with me. Dear listener, if we have offended you in any fucking way, I'm not even saying I'm then sorry Then come here, I'm going to kiss you on the mouth. Amy would like to make out with you. She will grab you by the elbow, draw you close, and feel free to write us at brilliantobservations at gmail.com and tell her to back the fuck off. You can go to Listen Brilliant on Instagram and tell her to close her lips when she kisses you. You can go to Facebook. Um, we prefer you say nice things, but we're here. We don't plan to offend you. And if we have, you should tell us nicely and not be a fucking dick about it because nobody wants that. Well, here's where I'm going on record, my love. I think, see, we don't do a lot of talking about the show until we're on the show talking about it live and telling you all the shit that we said, well, this really isn't meant to go on air, but here comes. I want us to be on TikTok. I think TikTok is our place. I think that, and it's just for lack of getting video content pulled together. So if you're listening to us now, we do have a presence on TikTok. Maybe go there, find a video. If I'm sure we've posted one thing. Repost it. Just click share and then repost it to your feed. And all that does is show that video to more people. It doesn't do anything to you, but it helps us. And if you're not following us on TikTok, follow us on TikTok. That will then incite us to put more content on TikTok, which is where we want you to be. We're on Facebook because Facebook groups is easy. It's worked for us in the past, but nobody's really on. Our people are not on Facebook as much as they were and over time won't be on Facebook at all. So I would love for us to get on a platform that we're on, that you're on, that is easy, that is going to be here for the future. Maybe that's Insta. Maybe that's Facebook or uh, TikTok. I'm just saying, go and investigate. If you're going to take time to do something for us, maybe go to TikTok and, and post a comment like, why don't you post anything, you dead Bitches. Hashtag Be bitches. kind. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag cease and desist, OG. Yeah. So that's my, that's my request for you. We love you and guys. I, just wanna, I know you. I know. Do you want me to tell about the shoes or do you want me to save that for next week? I'll tell it if you want me to tell it. I won't tell it if you Tune don't. Tune in next I've week to done. hear what Amy did not steal this week. Bye! Bye. Teen stiffness. Teen stiffness. Teen stiffness. Teen stiffness. Teen stiffness.